Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome to this episode of Relationships Turned On. I'm really, really happy to bring you this episode from Sydney of all places. As I was writing my email out to my list, which you should totally jump on if you're not already on it, because I send out so many free like tips and tricks and sometimes even gifts and all sorts of things that can really help you move your relationship forward. So go to the link below and you can jump on that to get, you get every Monday a relationship note from me and every Friday a podcast episode alert. So you're reminded of all of the amazing things that are coming out. Now, (laughs) back to what I was going to say. I was going to say, as I was writing this email, I realized that for five and a half years, I have not been on a plane, which is crazy and sounds like I live under a rock. (laughs) I assure you I don't, but I do have three small children and I guess they have been my focus a lot of the time and my family, business, all sorts of things, right? And so why am I, why am I telling you this story? Because today we're going to talk about mum guilt. Now I'm away (laughs) my kids are with their dad and when dad's at work they're with grandparents and so they are so loved and so looking forward to and even having little like sleepovers with their cousins and different things so they're having so much fun but as all mums know at certain times some mum guilt can creep in now look I've done a lot of work over this and I know that I'm away working so it's helping my kids inevitably however it doesn't stop that you know that heart pang that worry that concern that oh my goodness what if you know, I don't know, something happens to them or I should be there. I shouldn't take time out for myself. Am I being a good mum by not being there? There's a lot of societal messaging and just even your own thoughts that come up around it. And I just wanted to do this episode because I think as moms, we're really, really good at overthinking. I think that we get stuck in the loop. We think we need to be there for everything for them to thrive. And I want to propose a few things to you today. Now, some of these things we know, some of these things we forget, some of these things you may never have heard, or it's a refresher for you. And I can assure you that it's good for all of us (laughs) as sometimes it can sneak up on us. And I'm going to talk to you about as well how the mom guilt can come into your relationship and really impact your relationship and the way your partner feels or thinks. And sometimes, often a lot of the time, your partner isn't verbalizing that either. So we'll get to that as well in a minute. Quick disclaimer, this is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Okay. So I think we all know what mom guilt is. It's that feeling and that guilt that we should be there for our kids or we can't do something for ourselves, that kind of thing. But why is it so important for us to actually look after ourselves, see ourselves as important human beings that have needs, wants, and desires and that need to be looked after as well? It is so important for you to be the best mum for your children to look after your wants, needs, and desires. I can tell you some some days if I get a 30-minute nap or 
a long walk in the morning, which is really my jam, <laughs> a long mor morning walk with a podcast. I am a better human. My husband will attest to this too. I am a better human from taking that one hour out. Now I get up pretty early, but my little one, she has a sixth sense or something. She gets up so early as well. And so sometimes I feel like I should stay there for the morning cuddles or I only get a really quick cuddle or I miss out on them all together. And now obviously there are some mornings where I don't go or I work out from home or whatever, and so I do get them. But what I'm telling you is those thoughts sometimes are like, oh, but what it does for my physical, mental health, and I'm learning at the same time is so impactful that one hour that I'm out of the house and then I'm back at home to make breakfast and chat and cuddle and do all the things. And so it just makes me a better mum, and it makes me a better wife. And you are worthy and you are important and you deserve to nurture and look after yourself. And I think it's a message and it's something that we all constantly have to go back to and look at because we can drop the ball. We can get focused on other things and overwork or overthink and just say, oh, I'll take that time later and later never comes. It's something you need to schedule in and prioritize because you are a priority and you can be a kinder, caring, more loving happier, healthier, energized mom when you take that time. Now, it doesn't just affect your kids. And I think this is where the conversation usually stops. I think a lot of people know what I've said already and whether we apply it or not might be a little bit of hit and miss. So get your calendar out and make it happen if it's hit and miss for you. But where we really don't get the impact or we really don't talk about the impact is when you look after yourself, when you deem and value yourself as important and worthy of that time out or worthy of that extra sleep or worthy of a facial or maybe a nice new top that makes you feel amazing. When you deem yourself as worthy, it affects your intimate relationship. When you deem yourself as worthy, your partner even respects you more. Now, obviously, often this is unconscious, but they respect you more. They see that you're energetic, that you're lit up, and then you became, become more magnetic and attractive to them. Now, what would you have changed? You would have just spent that time for yourself. You would have given yourself a small, even five minutes. I understand with toddlers, it's not always easy or babies, but five or 10 minutes to read that book, to have a bath, to have an extra long shower, to, it doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel, but you are worthy. And often we, we do talk about bubble baths and we do talk about all those things and they're really important. But even more than that, you are worthy to have good mental and emotional health. Now, I think I talk to so many mums and a lot of them a little bit stir crazy at home sometimes, all the kids at them at once. It can be a lot and it can be very, very stressful. And I think there's a lot of good information. Yeah, we do talk about how it's stressful for mums, but it's like you're at home, so it's okay. And it's not. It is stressful. It is a big, big job, a job that doesn't have a lunch break. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when my kids were little, they were always picking up my plate and I'd be like, why? I just fed you. <laughs> and to get that meal by yourself, heck, to go to the bathroom by yourself can be such a mission. So it is crucial for your mental, emotional and physical well-being and your sanity to get some time for you. And often it's in the harder time for you that counts. So, for example, 
I often recommend journaling practices, self-reflection, self-discovery. That time for you can clear a lot of mental bandwidth. So yes, a bubble bath and all that is good, but are you taking that little bit of uncomfortable or a little bit of challenging time for yourself while you sit down, maybe you do a big brain dump, you get all your thoughts, your feelings out on paper and you really see where you're at because when you get outside of yourself, you know, it's kind of like taking your brain out and putting it over on the table and looking at it from all angles. That's a little bit what journaling's like. When you can see that, you have clarity on what you most need. You get creative solutions, you get ideas, and then your day-to-day can operate better. Does that make sense? Like, I really want you to hear that, and I really want that to land for you. When you journal, or for some people it's meditating, for some people it's praying, when you take the thoughts and the feelings out of your brain and you put it on paper or you're maybe you're verbally speaking it, whether it's affirmations or prayers, you really know what's going on for yourself. And as women, we process by talking things out. So it is extremely powerful. Now I know if there's a man listening to this episode, it's just as powerful for men. Okay. So really encourage you to do that and take the time to really see what's going on for you. So I'll drop a couple of journal prompts down below in the show notes to get you started because if you've never done it before, sometimes you don't know. So I'll give you a couple of prompts, general prompts to get you started to get all the stuff out of your head, so to say like all the muck out of your head or to close down all those thousand tabs that are currently open in your brain. What's the kids doing? What are they going to eat for dinner? I've got to get them to bed. I've got to do this for tomorrow. I've got to pay this bill. I've got to do that. Like, right. Women are really great at holding 6,000 tabs open in their brain. So I want to encourage you to take the slightly more uncomfortable and the maybe a little bit more challenging, like a bubble bath sounds a lot nicer sometimes than taking that five or 10 minutes to journal, but do both if you can because you matter and you are important. If you take the time to do these types of things, the conversations you have with your partner will be better. The energy and the intention you'll bring to the relationship will be better. When you've taken time for yourself, I'm trying to think about how best to articulate this because I know when I take that time for myself, I have energy that spans throughout the day. I don't get that massive energy dip even though I've been up hours and hours earlier. I make better decisions. I'm quicker to decisions. I'm clearer. I probably greet my – I do, actually. I know it's not probably. I greet my husband a lot better when I get home from my walks. I'm engaged. I'm happy. I'm excited to see him. I'm energized. And I think the proof's in the pudding when – A lot of men that I speak to say my wife is a better human being, (laughs) and it's the same for men, by the way, when they take the time out. Men need this time too. Okay, so I just want to get past the concept of bubble baths and shopping and all of that. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for bubble baths and I'm all for shopping, but it also goes deeper than this. Self-care is another level. Self-care is looking at the light and dark parts of you or, and I'm not suggesting you have any dark parts, but, you know, those things that we know we do that we shouldn't do or those thoughts that we have that we know we probably shouldn't have or those thoughts that come that you don't want to come, all those kinds of things and really looking at it. Or the 
all looking at where you're overwhelmed, where you're stressed, where you're anxious, how can you mitigate those problems or situations? That's really important. When you do all of those things, it really helps with the mum guilt. Now, I know the mum guilt can also come back in when you're spending time with your partner, but I just want you to let you know that spending time with your partner is the biggest gift to your kids. When they know that mum and dad are strong, that they're a team, that they're happy, that they're connected, that they're loved, um, that they love each other and they love you know, the kids as well, when they communicate, when you model good teamwork and communication, that is everything for a child because it sets them up to have that in their life. It gives them safety and security and happiness now. And they don't have to think about it. They don't have to worry about it. There is a lot of children in a lot of homes worried about their parents right now or their blended family right now. And so the ripple effect is massive. And I know it's massive, not from textbooks, but from talking to couples, from talking to couples and the impact when they shifted, when they got new skills, when they learned how to relate, when they learned how to communicate, when they learned how to process resentment or guilt or shame or blame or judgment, whatever it is. And the kids noticed and felt that. And like they didn't talk to them about that. They just, there was a change in the household. And then the kids relate differently. It's powerful. Okay. So I just, I really want to emphasize that I feel like I'm probably missing some, but there are just so many ripple effects from you showing up as your best version of you, from you being your best self. So what would that look like? This is a journal prompt you can do right now. What would showing up as your best self look like? What would you need in order to do that? For example, for me, I like to be able to walk a couple of times a week, do enjoy my long showers, which I shouldn't (laughs) enjoy because we're in rainwater, but I have great creative ideas in the shower. So, you know, what are your things? What keeps you on track? What mentally keeps you good? So walks in nature are my thing. What is your thing? Yours might be different. Yours might be a morning waking up before the kids to read some of your book and a morning coffee. That might be your thing to set your day up well. It might be a workout in the morning. It might be morning cuddles with the kids and then a long shower for you. It can. It doesn't have to look like mine or somebody else's. It's just got to work for you. So you can try someone for size and you'll know. You know what you enjoy and what you need. And then put into your week some of those stretchy things where you really take the time to process some emotions, to move through stuff. Because even if we have the best life ever, we all have emotions. We all have stresses. We all have anxieties. And heck, sometimes when things are going great, we create them, right? And so it's so important that we clear the muck so you can be the best wife, partner, lover, all of the things. So pen and paper, what do I need to be my best self? What are the habits I need to have each week, month, year? How do I make that happen? and schedule it and maybe talk to your partner about it. They probably need some time out too. And so it can be a win for everybody. Now, I'd love for you to share, do you do this yourself? Share this with a girlfriend or even your husband or wife who know that this is important to you or you'd like to let know that this is important to you because Mum guilt can get a hold of us and hold us back from doing what we know we should do. But it doesn't always have to be a thing. I could have a fleeting thought 
about, oh, maybe I should stay with my children instead of coming on my business trip. Or, but I don't have to identify with that thought. I don't have to attach myself to that thought. It can just be fleeting and that's enough. Does that make sense? Like I don't have to become the thought. I don't have to act on the thought because it was a fleeting thought. It's a fleeting emotion. It doesn't necessarily have to be real. And so that's really important. That's some of the dialogue I'll go through. If I haven't, I'm like, yeah, but I made this decision. I've went through all the reasons and I know it's worth it. And so that's why I'm okay with it. And so you need to have that conversation with yourself to know that if you're going to work or you're choosing to stay home or a combination of the two, that you have looked at everything, which I know you have, and have made the best decision for your family at this point in time and things may shift and change and that is okay. And so I just want you to be aware that the mum guilt can impact all areas and it doesn't have to. And I can tell you that I don't have anywhere near, like I might have a fleeting thought these days, but most of the time I think if you go back to reality and the practicalness of what's going on, you can really kind of negate any fleeting thought around the guilt very quickly. And so you don't have to stay there. You don't have to stay in that holding pattern, which is really important and really empowering. All right. So I would love to know what's your number one action from this. Please share this with a friend and subscribe so you can get the next few juicy episodes. (laughs) Okay. I love talking to you and till next time.